welcome to the Joiner Chronicles. I'm your host, Heath. And I'll be your co-host, Sam. <laughs> All right. Season one, episode two, part two of episode one. That's a lot. That's not confusing. <laughs> we can say it easier, right? Like, this is part two. Two of episode one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, but. Less or, no ones and twos. And yeah. Or you can be like me and needed to d- have that type of description for you to understand it. The breakdown. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> fun. <laughs> a little review review. Of the last episode. And were you paying attention? <laughs> Let's play were you paying attention. What was the last thing that you heard? So we were talking about, like, Babette, right? And how, like, they are, they were like, yo. They just left mm-hmm. uh, Babette's plantation and to, like, run away and escape to New Orleans. So that's where we're at. They finally get back to New Orleans where they get a hotel after bribing somebody basically to, hey, let me in. Uh, Lestat then killed him. So Yeah, Surprise. Lestat was like, hey, get me some champagne on Come ice. Back. And let me give you a tippy tip. And then I'm going to murder you. Because, like, that was his MO. That was your tip. You're dead. Death. Death by vampire. By Lestat, though. I mean, it's really not that. Mm. It could be worse. (laughs) It could be worse. It could be Louie. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. All right, so we're going to try to convince Sam into really falling in love with Louie. Because she's so... She's so ready just to be like, I'm so done with this emo-ass guy. I'm just saying, like, Lestat is an asshole, and he lives, breathes, and bodies being an asshole. Okay, but that's because of his trauma. So once you start out, okay, we're jumping, we're mm-hmm. jumping. Just, well, that's our goal. We are going to convince Sam to fall in love with Louis. It's impossible to love Lestat without loving Louis. Can I really hear everything on this microphone? Sorry, guys. Look, we're new at this, okay? We don't have our own microphones. We're sharing. We're starting really low budget. It's fine. We sound way better than a couple of other podcasts that I've heard. So bear with us. We don't have, like, you know, a soundproof room. There will be things that get through our editing. And even though we have a pretty cool editor, sound producer, engineer, whatever it is, Patrick, like, either way, like, just bear with us. Hashtag bearded Jesus. Yeah, he is, yeah. No, he looks more like the guy from Stranger Things. What's his name? The one who makes the risotto? Murray. Murray, yes! <laughs> Murray, that is Patrick. Like, if you want to know who Patrick is, it's Murray. And he, like, knows Taekwondo. Not that I know Patrick does, but, I mean, the way that my husband explains Patrick's life, it just seems, like, legit. Like, he would know Taekwondo. Yeah, like, he would know Taekwondo. And he's, like, a dog is, like, his best friend. Anyways, enough... Talking about Patrick. Back to Lestat. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Weed's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> These Rice Krispies, or whatever, Reese Pieces, Rice Krispies. Jesus. Yeah, that weed is a hell of a drug for you. The <sighs> weed. Is. The weed. The devil's weed. So they finally got back to the hotel, killed the guy, and they basically get in an argument where Louis like... <laughs> takes off on his motorcycle <laughs> we don't even have to we don't even have to like use sounds I mean, just the sounds of Gettysburg, Gettysburg like Gettysburg <laughs> we're just like and all of a sudden Lestat jumps on his motorcycle his Harley <laughs> Davidson and just rips through the city <laughs> <laughs> so they get back to the hotel they start having an argument after the murder of the billman so Louis sets out, and he's like, I'm going to go hunt for rats. You know, Louis like this. 
vegetarian now because he's like, rats and chickens, yummy. Um, so he goes and hunts for his rats. And he walks alone. He starts hearing a child crying. So here is the introduction to Claudia, a five-year-old young orphan now because her mother's dead beside her. <laughs> like literally dead. Just laid out all in the chair, just straight up dead. Yeah. That's she, sad. She had the plague. So during that time, the plague was happening, and Louis was walking the streets of a plagued field area. She was very thin, and her face was stained of, um, like, dirt and tears. Like, she's been really dirty, and she's been crying. So she's been there a couple days alone. For some fucking reason, he chooses to drink Claudia's blood, but refuse to drink He's like, I won't drink else. any humans. Only children. Yeah, Only children. <laughs> defenseless children who's, like, sick and laying there. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make Sam like Louis. <laughs> so during this time of him getting prepared to eat Claudia, and he's kind of reflecting on his vampire nature and accepting needs to kill in order to do it. And for some reason, he chooses a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah, like an adolescent. So that's Louis right now. So he drains Claudia to the brink of death, and he looks over and he sees her dead mother basically look at him. <laughs> like taunting him. So he's so shook, he throws this five-year-old dead <laughs> limp body girl across the room and <gasps> runs away. <laughs> and Lestat sees the whole thing and he's like, bro, I just seen it. I seen it all with my eyes. And Lestat's just like, what the fuck? Like, this guy doesn't want to drink anyone's blood but then he comes and sneaks out and then tries to kill this little girl even the sad's like i have way more manners than that <laughs> but he's like also i'm gonna use this against you Sat did follow louis the entire time and he was observing kind of seeing what louis would do you know he was kind of curious about how he was going to behave he was really taken by surprise when louis chose to drink from her and louis while he runs away Lestat's like chasing him and is like ah! And Louis is like, oh my god, dude. I can't fucking escape this guy. He's everywhere I go. So it kind of makes the relationship even worse than it was. Like, right now they're already, like, in an argument. Louis murdering people now because he's so mad. It's really, like, natural-born killers. It's like story of the gaslighters. Like, they both legit just gaslight each other this entire story. Who's the best gaslighter in this story? Louis. Yeah, you know... I don't know. Claudia gets up there. I mean, Claudia well, that's really because learns. that's because like, she learned from Lestat. Like she learned from both of them. <laughs> Gaslighter story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While Lestat's chasing uh, Louis, he's like, "Come on, we can be a family. We can fix this." Like you literally left this little girl for dead, and Louis's like, "Fuck off!" and runs away, and basically gets back to the hotel. Just gonna sleep it off. Yeah, he kind of basically is like, I'm gonna run away from my problems. I'm going to bed. This is the time where Louis starts describing that vampires do have dreams and that they're so vivid and they're so real that it's almost like um like a curse that they have. Like dr vampire dreams were a curse. The next night, which would be like their next morning, Lestat seemed to be very calm and very like serious when Louis started to like wake up and interact because you have to remember Lestat was always up before Louis. Like we mentioned this on episode one, but it's really important to remember that Lestat was always up before Louis. 
So Louis is up and Lissat's being serious. And Louis is like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to leave you. Lissat at this point is like, yeah, I kind of figured like last night. Lissat had two women over. He's like, we're going to kill these bitches. We're going to make up. I don't know. I mean, honestly, at this point, I think Lissat's just trying to prolong everything with Louis because he knows Louis on the brink of just dipping out. He's like, but wait, there's more. He really does. He really <laughs> tries. So Lestat murders the first woman. Um, easy, like no problem, just drinks from her. But the last one he starts toying with and he starts kind of doing it to get Louis to drink more. Because he's like, last night you drank, but we're not going to bring it up. You know, that kind of thing, like taunting him. They're like, you only like little kids, not like adults so louis ends up putting her out of her misery this girl screaming bloody murder like just please kill me i don't want to do this anymore and lasat's like laughing hysterically because he's like oh this is so funny like go ahead do it louis are you gonna do it are you gonna do it and this lady's like bro kill me so louis kills her because he's like oh my god like this is fucking crazy just kill her drinking her blood kind of triggered an animal instinct for him it's like he couldn't control it he was like that was it he was drowning in that kind of addiction i need more basically but at this time louis was really charmed and confused by lisette so he was literally just on the brink of getting ready to leave him and then all of a sudden lisette was charming to him like he fell for a spell that lisette was putting on him at that time and then it's like those feelings went away he wasn't gonna leave him so Lissette takes him hunting. He's like, let's go. And they go hunting like happily ever after. Kind of bullshit. It's kind of weird. I was just mad at you, but okay, let's hang out. Yeah, they have a toxic relationship. <laughs> it's really weird. Stat guides Louis to an orphan's hospital, hoping to find Claudia, the little girl Louis drank from. They locate her and they're like, we're going to do this. We're going to be a family. Lissette's very like adamant about it. He's like, we are a family. We can do this. But I also think Lestat was also like, dude, why the fuck did you do this? Now we got to fix this. Like, are you going to kill this little girl? Because I'm not going to kill this little girl. So who's mm. going to turn her kind of thing? You know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. I picture more Lestat using it as like a, like Claudia was like a prop to yeah. him to keep Louis in line. You know, because he used Louis's own humanity against him. Um, Claudia was a strategy. There's some... uh daddy-daughter issues. Lestat's like, okay, we're going to carry her back to the hotel. We're going to take care of this. He's pressuring uh, Louis to basically either kill her or do something about it. Like, we got to do something about this. And Louis gives in to his instinct. He's like, all right. He's overcome with, like, hunger. And he's like, I need this drink right now. So he continuously drinks from Claudia. And he states that Claudia's heart just wouldn't stop. Because it was like a little baby heart, right? You know, like little baby hearts try harder. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was very descriptive. It was very descriptive about how like he kept drinking and he wanted the heartbeat to stop, but it wouldn't stop. So he was paying attention. And to me, that's like, fuck, you were really going to kill her. Yeah, it was it was not an accident. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> wanted to drink Claudia. I don't think there was anything in him that wanted to change her. I think he just wanted to kill her, which says a lot about him. To me, just right now, that's where we're at right now. I think Louis wanted her innocence. He wanted innocence so bad after experiencing, like, I don't know, however many years he's been with Lestat. He was just like, oh my god, this guy's evil. So Louis finishes his job. Um, she's almost about to die once again, like... Literally just a day later, dude, this girl's drained again. She can't catch a break. And Lestat cuts his wrist and gives the dark gift to Claudia. 
Yeah, he did that because he wants to be in control of the situation. Instead of having Louis be the one who turned her, he was like, "Uh uh-uh, this one's going to be, like, my fledgling. It's also because I think he was terrified that Louis and Claudia would have that companionship bond. And they they did anyways. Mm Mm-hmm. So Louis was horrified. Uh, Claudia became a vampire at five years old. Just imagine the fucking tantrums a five-year-old vampire could, like, create. Just imagine being a hungry five-year-old. You're like, ah, nothing is satisfying my hunger. And you're like, I gotta kill people. And you're like, oh my god. I gotta kill a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Claudia asks for her mother when she wakes up. Uh, Lissette says, we are now your vampy daddies. Vamp dads. (laughs) And she's like, okay, sounds fine with me. And that's it. Like, she doesn't really, like, fight them about it. She's like, oh, this is home? Okay. Lestat, at that point, believes Louis won't leave him. He literally pulled I'm pregnant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. He pulled a classic. And then at that point, Louis was like, okay, I guess I am going to stay. We're going to be a family. I got to help this little girl. She's lost just like me. Lestat's like, all right, well, I'm going to go get my beauty sleep. You guys have a good night because if I don't sleep, I'm not a nice person. And then gives Claudia to Louis and was like, night. And then we know who the dominant father is, the dominant parent. Lestat's not that kind of daddy. No, he's a, he's a zaddy. Both Louis and Lestat educate Claudia. Louis teaches her literature and philosophy and he starts worrying about her mental and emotional well-being. Lestat teaches her uh, more of, like, the hunt, how to play your victims. How uh, to spend money. Yeah, how to kill people properly, how to kind of hide it. He taught her more of the vampire ways. Louis was really trying to be her father. Trying to keep her humanity intact. While losing his at the same time, which is kind of wild. And you can see this, emo- like, this, like, mental warfare battle that he's having you know so Lestat's like reveling in dressing Claudia up as like a doll Louis hunts humans as well now only strangers and it's always quickly he kind of makes sure to like detach himself from the situation of hunting but he is killing people at this point doesn't he kill like bad people um I think it progresses into bad people I think right now it's just people that were like thieves like, people he didn't know, complete strangers. Like, he can see they're doing wrong, so he can justify his killings. Yeah. A lot of this has to do with Louis justifying everything. I feel like Lestat turns into that, too, eventually. Yeah. Rewind. He's starting to accept his nature right now, and they're living in a luxurious Spanish townhome. They had free black servants, so they were free people at that time, and they were considered to be able to just work with them and then go home And it kind of gave them more room to be sneaky. Bye, go home. And then they were able to be a vampire without having anyone in the house be like, ooh, I'm suspicious of these guys. I mean, eventually. Because they're not eating. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't eat food. Some time passes. 65 years pass, actually. So Claudia, at that point, mentally would be like 70 years old in a five-year-old body. At this point, she starts questioning why the fuck she can't be like, you know, women. Like, she kills. And she idolizes these women because of their bodies. And they're able to have attraction with men and men be attracted to them. Like, she's a grown woman stuck in this tiny vampire body. So it's affecting her mentally a lot at this point. Because she wants to be attractive, but she can't because she's... Five. Mm -hmm. And that's wild. Um, It's definitely... It goes into a topic where you don't want to really discuss um, because she's so convinced that she's a woman, but she's not. At least her body isn't. 
And Lestat's like, shut up, stop talking to me. I don't want I don't want to talk about this stuff. Like, you're my little baby doll. Be quiet. And this is also getting her even more mad. Cause it's like her creator is just like, whatever, shut shut up, go away. Shh. Yeah, shooing her off. So she becomes obsessed with poor women and children. She kills a mother and her daughter, which were two maids that worked in the household. Because she idolized their body, right? Like yeah. She wanted well, they them. idolized them, like, as a mother and a, as a daughter. And they aged. And, like, one was older with a woman body, but also one was a child. So she would create these fantasies, basically, in her mind. So after killing those maids, she basically threatens to expose them as vampires. And Lestat is mad. He doesn't know why she's doing this. It's basically temper tantrums. Lestat had to go and kill all the other maids. <laughs> yeah, Lisa, I was like, all right, God, but I'm going to go get, uh, get everybody. But that was to avoid suspicion, you know? Like, he had to make sure that these things weren't going to go around to different, like, um, agencies. Got to keep their secret quiet. Which is another reason why Lestat was, like, really not vibing with Claudia either is because he was always cleaning up her messes. But in turn, that's what Louis ends up doing mm-hmm. for, like, Lestat's, like, whole, like, side career with Louis is cleaning up his mess. She's basically becoming more careless. And Lestat created a fucking monster. Someone worse than him. And it sucks because Lestat literally chose his family. He chose to make Louis. He chose to make Claudia. He chose his family. And his whole fucking family hates him and can't stand him because of how much he manipulates them. Now Claudia is basically a teenage vampire and is getting bored of Lestat and kind of tired of his shit and his, like, attitude. And is demanding now, like, hey, how the fuck was I made? Like, wait, how was this all happening? Lestat hates all of her questions. Like, he's, like, over it as well. They both have very similar attitude. They don't get what they want. They're both over it. Well, most people who are, like, so much alike, they end up bumping heads. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, father, like daughter. It seems like a fucking cycle with this guy. Like, he creates somebody, doesn't want to tell them anything on how to get along in life. Like, who they are, what they are, what he knows, how he was made. He's like, nope. It's all a mystery. It's also because he doesn't know either. But they don't know that. They think this guy is, like, all-knowing. He's been around. He has a creator that, like, helped him. But they don't know anything because Lissat won't say anything. So Louis describes Claudia and his relationship as, like, a father-daughter, but lovers because of the companionship that would, like, last an eternity. It's really weird to describe how Louis felt. But he did look at her like a daughter. So you have to like look at it through like a vampire's eyes to how Louis felt about Claudia, which was this companionship that was going to last eternity. He basically gets to look at his own mistake every fucking day. Yeah. Or he tries to fix his mistake with what he made with his brother through Claudia. Yeah. A lot of projecting onto this little girl, and it's terrible. Claudia turns to books. She's reading all the vampire mythology she can find. It doesn't even matter if it's true or false. She's claiming that there's answers in there. She's like, there has to be some type of, like, middle ground between the the true and the real. Yeah, because, well, I mean, lore comes from somewhere. Yeah, it all starts somewhere, Mm -hmm. and that's how she's looking at it. Lestat starts to do, like, retail therapy again. He's already up and angsty. Lestat sounds like me. (laughs) He really is, like... I'm so mad. I'm going to go spend money. And then Louis is like, I got to move shit to the bank. Chris. I got to cushion this fall. He begins to kill carelessly, too. He starts appearing in newspapers, like all the murders. So him and Claudia have the same cycle. Like, it's they don't get what they want. They get mad and they start being careless. And then Louis sitting there like, fuck, man, I got to fix everything. Oh, yeah, because they're both like no fucks given. Mm-hmm. At this point, Lestat's going viral. 
He's like all over the newspapers. Everyone's like, there's a murderer. And Lissette's like, all right, Claudia, guess what? Louis might have created you. He's dropping these hints, making things tense inside the house because he wants to manipulate the household. He wants to make sure that she's not going to leave with Louis. And you see this in his actions at this point. So Louis fears telling her the truth. He's going to lose her, that she's going to be like, cool, you fucking killed me and made me this. It wasn't even Lestat. Bye, I'm out of here. Because they don't have that, like, companion bond that Louis and Lestat have and Claudia and Lestat has because Lestat created both of them. Yeah. I think also Lestat and Claudia's biggest hang-up is that Lestat made her, but yet she bonded with Louis. And I think Loki, even though Lestat made her for Louis, like, air quotes, like, heavy air quotes, I think he made Claudia more for him in hopes Louis would stay. And it did, but then it kind of backfired because then even Louis was like, I'm so scared that like she finds out she's going to hate me. All she wants is to know that Louis made her, not Lestat. Like she doesn't want to be anything to do with Lestat. And I think that's ultimately what pissed her off was finding it out. Exactly. She wanted to know the truth. What Louis thought she wanted to know the truth was to hold it against them. But she wanted to know the truth because she was so scared of being created by Lestat, because that means that she was Lestat. So absolutely, she was definitely trying to find answers for herself, but Louis and Lestat were both scared, and that says a lot, because they know what they did was wrong. Claudia, at this point, begins to start having, like, a huge tantrum all the fucking time. Like, you remember the movie. Like, we all remember the movie where she's cutting off her hair, she's getting mad. Like, those tantrums times, like, ten at this point. 100. It seems like she wanted to know who made her. She needed that connection. She needed to know her actual father, I guess you want to say, because she was abandoned as a kid. So there's definitely some like underlining issues there. Of, abandonment, like, abandonment issues. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, she also has like a huge deep rooted hatred towards Lestat. Like it just developed over the years and it started getting worse and worse. And Louis senses this. He feels it. He hears her. Well, I mean, it's Lestat. Like his his whole personality is so shitty. Mm-hmm. So Louis basically like, all right, I got to do something. He's distressed about Claudia's torment. She's reading. She's constantly asking questions. She's just angry. She's obsessing. And he takes her to the part of New Orleans where he first found her and shows her the room where she cried over her mother's dead body. And he stood over her. It was like, oh, I hope like this answer gives you some type of like calms you down and then it <laughs> it like backfires. Mm-hmm. So Louis is a lot like Lestat. He won't let go. He couldn't let go of his brother and he won't let go of Claudia. It's a cycle with Louis where he's terrified of detaching from the people he loves because he doesn't think he's worth their love. And it's it's reading that it's coming across that way to me. He basically has this moment with Claudia and this is the skin of a killer, Bella. And Claudia is like, bro, you killed me? Mm-hmm. What the f- Are you, you kill me in front of my dead mom? So he tells her the truth. She wasn't as upset as he thought she was going to be there, yo. <laughs> she was. She was kind of like distraught. Like, I think it caught her back too because of all the humanity Louis claims to be. He's like, I'm holier than thou. I don't kill people. Like, I'm attached to my humanity kind of shit. And then he tells her, hey, I killed you and Lestat is the one that turned you. And <laughs> she's like, so you meant to kill me. And homeboy used me to keep you. And that's basically what Claudia figured what was happening, you know? So like I said, she was livid at first and eventually comes to understand how Lestat manipulated the situation. And understands Louis, the love of her life, and she wants to be there with him. He did 
love her before she was dead and also loved her after she was dead. And she was like, yo, we need to get rid of him. Yeah, she basically was like, we gotta leave Lestat. She didn't go straight from, like, just one to another. She was like, we just have to leave. Like, she didn't go, like, all crazy in the beginning. Yeah. She was mad, but, like, I'm not gonna kill you mad. But Louis gave up on the idea of being able to leave Lestat. He kind of convinced himself that he was never going to be able to leave. So he's like, all right, Claudia, I guess we can do this. You know what I mean? And Claudia is confident that they can escape. She's like, we can do this. We can get everything down. We got it. Louis starts planning with his, um, I want to say like his travel agent. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, I got some travel stuff to do. I need a box with some soil. I need to go on a ship. It needs to be dark. No one can touch these boxes. And it needs to be in a cabin. It can't just be Yeah, we're on not the savages. Bottom. We're not savages. We <laughs> do not go in storage. Like, he's not trying to be Dracula. Mm-hmm. So he he's like, no, we need, like, a comfy living kind of thing. <laughs> and this travel agent's like, all right, I guess. You're a bougie weirdo. Let's figure this out. So the way they're trying to escape, it does absolutely kind of sound like they're escaping an abusive relationship. Louis starts transferring funds so that Lestat has enough money. So basically they can disappear without Lestat worrying about anything because he has all this money. He also thought Lestat only wanted him around because Louis could provide funds for his means of living. And like, although that is semi-true, I do feel like Lestat did choose Louis for a reason. Not only like, yeah, for financial, but I feel like there is something more there. I think there's, they feed off of each other. He needs Louis to attach him to humanity, but Louis also needs Lestat to detach him from it Mm -hmm. because he's so stuck in himself and he it just seems like he's kind of drowning all the time and all the emotions he's feeling it feels like it's not fun to be a vampire like you're just kind of treading water at all times i feel like there's never enough of one thing like if you're too much of a vampire you're losing if you're too much of a human while being a vampire you're losing that's why everyone has to be like damon salvatore and turn off your humanity <laughs> switch i'm just saying you're not wrong. That was a good vampire diary drop right there. <laughs> so Claudia continues to pester Lestat about his past, wondering like what turned him into a vampire, the situation that happened around it, where his creator was. And he keeps pushing it off. And she's like, you're disgusting. You live in ignorance. You know nothing. Like, why the fuck do I need you? Fuck your feelings. Claudia's going in for the kill. At this point, she's really like, we're going to leave your ass. So I don't even care. I'm going to get the answers. And if not, I'm going to make sure that you know you're a piece of shit. That's Claudia. Sassy. Like my 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Claudia asked Louis to hunt with her. He didn't want to, but he didn't really fight her. It's kind of like the same cycle with Lisette. Like, he doesn't want to do these things, but he does it. Kind of like obedience. Like, he doesn't know how to just be like, no, I'm. that's not what I'm doing. You can go do whatever you want. He's a people pleaser. Yeah, absolutely. Louis is a people pleaser. She believes Lisette killed his own maker. Um, she starts... Kind of just creating this story because Lestat's not giving her anything. So she believes he killed his creator and then created Louis because he was afraid of being alone. Because then he had no creator. He obviously murdered it, created Louis and was like, all right, I have a fallback. So that's uh, Claudia's little theory about Lestat. And at that point, she's like, all right, I think we're going to kill Lestat, dude. I think this is what our plan is. She's like, we have no other choice. <laughs> Literally, she's like, we got to kill Lestat. And Louis's like, what? What? I thought we were just leaving. She's she's a bossy little bitch, dude. And even while even while like she tells Louis they have to leave, Lestat's like ignoring her questions. Like she's trying to ask questions and he's not giving anyone because 
he doesn't know. Two, he doesn't feel like he needs to give them information. Like, it's just power he has over them. And Claudia's like, fuck this. Fuck you. You're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you have nothing to offer me, then you don't need to be around. She's so much like Lisette. It's so eerie of how much she is literally like Lisette. Like, she fights it so hard, but it only makes her Lisette even more. So, you know, Louis being Louis, he's easily manipulated. (laughs) Especially by Claudia and the sway that both of them have over Louis is just kind of crazy. Yeah, but also it like begs to make you think, is he easily malleable or is he just letting it be easy? Yeah. Like he's not putting up a fight because it's easier for him not to hold any blame. Oh, exactly. He doesn't want to be at fault, but he is at fault mm-hmm. most of the time. Because he didn't shut it down, it is ultimately his fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Claudia starts planting the seed that Lestat controls Louis and that she's going to be, like, their savior. She's going to free them and they're going to live this great life without Lestat. But it all comes at the price of killing Lestat. So, I mean, Louis's not an idiot and he's kind of stunned by this, like, proclamation of, I'm going to, we're going to murder Lestat. And he's kind of like, wait, no we can't do that. Like, you don't know how strong Lestat is. Because remember when he was uh, hunting that one guy from the last episode, Lafayette kid, Mm -hmm. Louis couldn't control him and they were wrestling. The Frenier? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. He couldn't control Lestat or any of that. So he kind of knows some of the power Lestat has. And even he's like, he's so unpredictable, Claudio, don't do this. He's going to kill you if you fail. And at that point, she's like, all right, I'm going to go hunt. Bye. We don't even need to talk about this. Like, stop being a little pussy, Louis. I'm going to go eat. I think she had a plan. Like, she already had a plan. Yeah, she thought it up. Mm. She was already ready for it. She didn't even need Louis. She needed Louis to shut the fuck up. That's what she needed. She just needed to know Louis wasn't going to tip off Lestat. That's Mm -hmm. what I think a lot of her, like, I'm going to give you a taste of what I want to do and see if, like, he tells Lestat. He never did. So she's like, okay, he's got my back. Yeah. Or he's he's stupid enough to shut up. Yeah, he's just too chicken shit Mm -hmm. to say anything. So he's just going to sit back in the quiet. That's why I'm saying, like, Louis. Now, Louis, after... Claudia leaves to go hunt. Louis runs into this young boy who he nearly kills. And it kind of seems like that's Louis's thing. He likes to drink and kill children. Because mm-hmm. it seems like this is what's going on all the time. He killed, well, he tried to kill Claudia, drained her, and then drained her again the next day. Like, this poor girl. He couldn't have just changed her. He had to drain her again. I don't think he knew either how to do that yet. Mm. I think when he saw Lestat do that, he then gained the knowledge of how to turn. Yeah. No, because yeah, then that, right. that's how he turned his other people yeah that was like a door opening he was like oh okay i get it i know how to do this dark gift thing yeah so he nearly kills that human kid so lestat kind of befriends a young gifted musician he spends many nights with him and he doesn't kill him this is kind of the first time louis seen lestat have these companions that were human and didn't kill them yeah he got so annoyed with louis and claudia he's like fuck you guys i'm out i'm gonna go find somebody else yeah (laughs) he went on a shopping spree was like i need attention and found that attention. So Lestat gives the composer a lot of money, like expensive outings in exchange for music. Yeah, like his compositions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And Lestat invites Louis one night to the composer's house and Louis declines and it's super irritating. It's because Louis is low-key jealous. Yeah, because he's like, why are you inviting me to this human's ha- house? Why are you so happy? And exactly. you're never happy. Mm-hmm. That night, Louis senses Claudia's plan to kill Lestat. So now we're in full-blown motion of Claudia's ready. She's like, all right, we're going to kill this motherfucker. We're going to get out of here. And she has her plan. But she's like, they're going to go to Europe, right? That was the plan. Yeah, they were going to go to Paris, Mm -hmm. technically. And Louis sensed that. 
he said that he sensed somebody in her room and she never brought people home. She didn't murder people inside the house. Her and Louis were a lot similar in that way, where they murdered outside, kept it all out. Lestat liked to kind of play with his food. Louis sensed somebody was in her room and she was talking and hosting and he's like, all right, something's off, something's weird. Uh, Lestat returns home in a really good mood after that night with a new composition and he cheerfully, like, he's like, yes, Louis, guess whether or not I killed this musician. And Louis's like, oh, so he's still back to his same shit. And he's basically just fucking with Louis. Like, did I kill him? Did I not? What did I do? Did I get this composition for free? Did I pay for it? Did he's I drink like, him? Did he suck my dick or did he not suck my dick? Basically. And he's <laughs> like, and if he did, it wasn't you. And Louis was like, wow. <laughs> All right, maybe I should let Claudia kill you. Vampire relationship. <laughs> During that like little exchange, Claudia appears and asks Lestat for like kind of like a truce. Like she's like, "All right, we can be friendly. Like we can do this. We're a family." <laughs> and Lestat's like, "Oh, so I have the upper hand." And Lestat loves having the upper hand, so he's intoxicated with like the power trip he's having right now over Louis and Claudia. And Claudia's like, come to my room. I would be like, no. <laughs> come to my room. I want to show you something. And Lestat's like, all right. Yeah, since I'm in control of this situation, let's go. You know, and he wasn't in control of the situation. Claudia was. And Louis was standing there, scared. He knew what was going to happen. He didn't know how to handle the situation. Because I truthfully think that Louis did love Lestat, and he didn't know how to break the bond once again and let go. So as they're heading their way up to Claudia's room, he's basically, like, threatening Claudia. I can just make another kid, and you won't be the only child. That's why you're spoiled. That's why you ask these questions. I can change that. <laughs> Claudia's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, she's <laughs> like, all right, fuck off. She starts ignoring, like, his sly-ass comments, and is just like, all right, let's get to this fucking room. She opens the door, and two beautiful orphans sleeping boys are right there. Lestat couldn't resist them. He was so ecstatic, he started biting one of the children, like, as soon as he saw them. Well, he went for, like, the prettiest one, because that's Lestat. He's he's vain. Yeah, I mean, he likes pretty bitches. Mm. He is a pretty bitch. He created pretty bitches, like... Aren't, like, like, the reason why vampires are so, like, attracted to, like, younger... What, humans? Like, you know, children? Is because, like, their blood is, like, sweeter or something like that. Like, there's a reason why. Like, they're I not mean, just creeps, but, like, there's a whole reason why their appetite is, like... It's, like, kind of like a delicacy. I think it's more the way they're alive, you know? Like, the human aspect of humans so the younger they are the more life they have to expect and i think that's what Anne Rice is kind of making why vampires like humans it's not necessarily they love them or they want to be around them it's more there's life and they are the absence of life so after biting into the first boy he starts to become very sluggish and realizes claudia's poisoned him with abstinence and laudanum claudia yells for louis to stay away because she kind of senses louis restraining himself from trying to go towards lestat and help him because it's like a natural reaction he has that connection with lestat where he has to save him so she yells at louis and then starts violently stabbing at Lestat. And I'm talking about, like, a passion killing for sure, dude. Like, it's stabbing, scratching. She starts biting at him. She's just attacking him full on with everything that she has in her tiny little five-year-old body. And, like, for the show slash movie, I don't know what they're going to put on the show. Um, Just a quick 
thing for me in the audience. Ooh, don't get me started on the show. Do you think, like, with the movie, like, did... I'm trying to remember, so forgive me if you might remember. Did the blood from these kids have anything to do with, like, hurting Lestat? Like, in, in the movie? You know, in like, the movie, the kids were dead. So he was drinking dead blood, and okay. that's what poisoned him. Um, he was actually poisoned with actual poison and abstinence to slow him down. Okay. Um, but so I she, guess, like, drugged the blood. Yeah. Okay. So those boys are still alive. They were just drugged, and that's why they were, like, just laying there sleeping. And then Lestat bit them, and he was drugged. And then that's when Claudia starts attacking him, and that's how he starts dying, is Claudia's stabbing, biting, and her rampage. That's what kills, or starts to kill Lestat. His body, his body began to shrivel up like an old corpse. All the blood's draining. She's just stab, 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 and he's just <laughs> withering away, which had to be like a crazy ass sight to see. Louis seeing this five year old on a crazy murder rampage while I just the... imagine like Tosca just like stabbing. Somebody. Yeah, and it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like the temper tantrums this kid had to have go through because the emotions of a vampire had to be so much more intense. Fuck, dude, Louis. I would have been shitting my pants if I was Louis. I've been like, I gotta get out of here. These two are fucking crazy. So after her little rampage, she starts dying down. She's like, oh shit, we gotta get rid of these bodies. And basically is like, all right, Louis, get rid of these bodies. And he does. He dumps them all in the swamp and they go to bed. Just real quick. Just like, that's Lestat's death. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, okay, and he's dead and gators and cue scene. Yeah, (laughs) basically. uh, She really did think out her plan. And you can tell how she executed it and how flawlessly it happened. She had a lot of thinking about it. Kind of goes into, well, who else knew about it? If she was being that obvious, Lestat had to have known. The next night, Claudia begins to go through all of his belongings, like, starts obsessing about there has to be answers in these journals, or there has to be some type of map that's going to tell me where all these other vampires are. You know what I mean? Because Lestat would literally tell them, no other vampires are in America. We are alone. This is our domain. Shut the fuck up. You know nothing. When Louis wakes up, he stumbles on Claudia in this chaotic disaster of Lestat's belongings, just trying to search for answers. She was really lost. It definitely seemed like she wanted to know because she didn't know what she was. She was young when it happened. She had no choice when it happened. She had no recollection of like her human life. Louis and Lestat both had recollection of their human lives and Claudia didn't. So these answers seemed to be more for her than anybody else. And Louis was like, holy shit, what's going on? He starts to detach from her. I think it had a lot to do with her, you know, murder spree. Oh yeah, well, and she killed Lestat, his maker, or what he thought was killed. Like, they both thought... Yeah, they definitely both yeah. really convinced themselves mm-hmm. that, wow, we killed this motherfucker. Like, And he did it, I think he did it more so for the love of Claudia, but then hated himself because even though he hated Lestat, he loved Lestat. But it goes in the terms of they did the same thing they hated Lestat for, which was murdering. Like, they solved Lestat murdering people and being vicious by murdering him and being vicious. So Louis, like, the Catholic in him was like, two wrongs don't make a right. Like, this didn't solve anything. This just made us worse. Claudia started sensing that. Claudia started sensing the detachment um, immediately after he stumbles in on her. And he was just so stunned and disgusted by her. I think Louis saw Lestat. And she hated Lestat so much that she just became him. Yeah. 
Yeah. She embodied Lestat. She became Lestat. And that made Louis feel more disgusted by her. Because he just she he just traded in one Lestat for another. For a tinier version mm-hmm. of Lestat. <laughs> he kind of remained unresponsive to her and... Just dealt with her. Yeah. At that point. Like they went to Europe. Like mm-hmm. they were in Paris, right? No, they haven't got to Paris yet. So okay. basically this is right when they wake up. Everyone's trying to figure out what's going on. She's trying to find answers. She's sensing Louis being more detached from her and kind of guilt trips him was like, we can live and we can forgive each other. We can forget all this. It's going to be me and you. And she kind of softens the blow for him. And I feel like Louis needs that. He needs that comfort. Coddling. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. But I mean, she manipulates him by having this huge, like emotional outburst and is like, oh no, it's the end of everything. You're going to leave me. I'm going to be alone and I'm five and I can't do anything alone. Like she very much manipulates him. And then he He's like, okay, I'm going to save you. I'm going to protect you. We're done. And that's it. It's all blown over. Lestat's dead. Louis and Claudia have each other. Their end game, basically. Louis decides to go out and go for like a hunt. He stumbles upon like a cathedral because we all know Louis and his faith. People were lined up for confession at that time because it was kind of uh, what Catholics did. No, yeah. It's like the evening time. So everyone was lined up for confession and he was kind of haunted by the thoughts of his brother seeing this cathedral. Everything about Paul started rushing back. He's dealing with the emotional loss of Lisette, the emotional detachment of Claudia, but also wanting to protect Claudia now. And then now Paul's flooding in his head. So he enters the cathedral wishing God would punish him for being evil. Like, if I can walk into this, God's going to smite me down kind of thing. And it didn't happen. He was like, okay, I thought this was like a protected place. He's okay. We have a hands-off God. Yeah. (laughs) He's definitely coming to realization about his faith during this time, which is really, really crazy. So once he gets in and he realizes he wasn't smited down, he kind of senses that God doesn't exist. Because if God exists to him, wouldn't he have been like like thunderbolt, lightning, murder kind of shit coming, like happening? Like he is the embodiment of evil. He murders. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't understand why this God that he thought protected the innocent wasn't protecting the innocent from him. Yeah. And I feel like maybe that's also Anne Rice, like as Louis, like struggling with her own faith at that moment too. Oh yeah. Just wait until we do the Anne Rice episode, which will be our bonus episode for our last kind of like last hurrah of the first season and we're gonna go over the fact of um Anne rice's turbulence with the catholic faith that's a good word to use yeah because it definitely was back and forth and she did find herself like very serious about it so anyway back to paul or back to louis back to catholic grief in the cathedral. <laughs> so just imagine yourself in a crazy dark cathedral. The smell of frankincense and the humming or the, what do you call that? The chanting of... Um, yeah, you know what I mean? That creepy ass shit. Yeah. So, only, only what you get in the Catholic church. <laughs> so Louis ends up... Um, Sitting down, he starts to have a vision of a funeral procession. It was led by Claudia for Lestat's body. But (laughs) Louis approaches the coffin, obviously, sees his brother Paul's body in the coffin, and the the vision ends when Louis reaches out to Paul's body, and he wakes up to the cathedral being closed. So everyone's leaving, it's being locked up, and the priest notices Louis and asks if he would like to make a confession. Kind of like, hey, we're just sitting here. I don't know what you were doing, but you can do a confession before I lock up. So Louis follows the priest into like a small confessional and fully confesses his sins. (laughs) Imagine being that priest. Like you're just like mouth, like everything he says just keeps getting wider and wider, just like dropping to the floor. Literally. So at at the end, Louis is like, mic drop. (laughs) 
I'm done. So now that that's my story. He basically did the interview with the vampire with the, the priest. priest. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> he confesses all his sins. The priest thinks he's mocking the sacrament because of Paul's visions. And he's like, okay, so you're just here to basically make fun of my religion. When the priest gets closer to Louis outside the confessional, he becomes frightened and calls Louis the devil. So now we're getting like a flashback of Babette calling Louis the devil too. Because she, the whole time she was just under the impression that Louis was like this savior, this angel. But then she learned, you know, Louis was not. And he, and Louis just decides to kill the priest. He's like, well, fuck it. I was out here hunting anyway. No, he was like, well, because he just spilt his, like, secrets. He's like, and instead of the priest, I don't know, I guess he expected the priest to kind of be like, we got this. Yeah. And it wasn't that. It was like, oh my god, you are the fucking devil. Mm -hmm. And you're mocking my faith. And Louis was like, I I just gotta kill this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So he's dead. Yeah. Louis like, great, I'll never be a Catholic again. I think this is also when Louis loses his faith in a lot of his, like, uh, his values that he had and carried throughout his life that was, like, related to the Catholic religion. So he gets back home, and he basically just starts to throw himself into plans for Europe. He's excited to return to the continent he was born and he was excited to see Paris again. Kind of this new start. They got away from the abuse and now they're going to start this new great life that they projected for themselves. Yeah. It also gives him a second to like kind of do what his brother wanted to do. Exactly, which was literally go to Paris. Mm-hmm. Sell everything and go to Paris. Kind of funny how that all came right back in, huh? So Lestat's musician visits. Oh yeah, he's like, bro, where's my boyfriend? And he's distraught over Lestat's like, sudden disappearance and was like, hey, like, what the fuck? Like, this guy was coming over all the time. Didn't he say that Lestat promised to turn him? Or did Lestat did turn him? So. <laughs> Good questions. Louis, Louis gives the musician money and is telling him that Lestat will return later. The boy seems more happy to know that Lestat spoke to Louis about, like, the money and that he kind of knew about him so he wasn't, like, this secret and Lestat just disappeared. So Louis gave him some comfort, I guess you can say. Louis recognizes two puncture marks on the side of the musician's neck and wonders what Lestat was planning. <laughs> yeah, he was like totally sucking on him. When Louis wakes up the following evening, he discovers Claudia's gone and he's worried they'll miss their ship to Europe because they're uprooting their whole lives and this bitch is just gone now as soon as they wake up. Suddenly, he sees her sprinting down the sidewalk, terrified because someone has followed her. Peeking through the window, Louis discovers it's the musician. And now he's a fucking vampire. This vampire is now stalking Claudia in the streets because, God forbid, Claudia had to wait for Louis to wake up to go feed. She just needed to feed and wake up early. And this musician's, like, stalking her and is like, bitch, I'm gonna come get you. (laughs) And Louis watching it out through the window like, good God. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this? (laughs) So, you know... (laughs) Alright, Louis. They hear someone on the steps and know before he appears that it's Lestat. As soon as Claudia gets into the house and was like, someone's following me. They hear someone on the stairs and Louis felt it was Lestat. And that motherfucker's not dead. They didn't get away. I mean, they, I, For some people, like they know they're immortal. How did they think that he was actually dead? Because they don't know anything. Lestat has left them in the fucking dark on how to even kill their own. They don't even know if it's even possible to kill one of their own because they don't know anything. Lestat like mm-hmm. <laughs> go bitch try <laughs> it 
really is. Lissette's like heavily scarred. They kind of see him kind of like, they don't go into Looking detail. like a junkie. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the swamps, you yeah. know, and Louis throws the lantern at Lissette and fights with him. The musician starts to attack Claudia. As a new vampire, the musician's obviously like clumsy, doesn't know shit, and Lissette's still weak from the abstinence and the drugs that he was poisoned with, and he was only feeding on that composer probably for a night. Not enough to get him like healed. He's so, like coming in strong. He's like, I don't care. I have to go over there. Yeah, I don't know what he could have just took I him just, some like, time. Yeah, I just would have been like the mummy and just straight up just like killed a bunch of people until I regained Waited. my whole like composure, <laughs> my body, my life back, and then just went ham. But he's like half dead trying to like strangle his family. So Louis and Claudia <laughs> escape because their boat was still planning to leave to Paris anyway. So they needed to get there before that, and they escape it. They beat the vampires with pokers and set the house on fire and again dude louis mo (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna end the episode here uh this is the end of part one of the book and it's basically louis habit of just lighting things on fire and starting new you're gonna see that that fire has a lot of like the rise of the phoenix with louis he needs to burn everything and start all over and then burn everything and then start all over So that's the end of uh, part one for us. And thanks for hanging in. I know it's been a little bit of a a battle, I want to say. We get off topic sometimes, but it's just more of excitement. I feel like I want to be like one of those podcasts that are like that are able to chit chat in between the story, but I feel like it'll separate us from what we're doing. Like we can get so distracted and we'll like forget what we're talking about. Honestly, guys, I'm stoned. I and think the banter is good. I do. If if we talk about one thing too long, I'm going to start talking about another thing. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I got to get back on and look at the script. So thanks for bearing with us. Thanks for hanging out. And we'll see you here on uh, episode three, part two. I know. How exciting. Part two. Ciao.